This is the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. It's Wednesday, April 20th. A federal judge has denied U.S. Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene's request to block a challenge of her eligibility to run for a second term in office. The challenge, filed by five voters in Greene's 14th congressional district, is slated for a hearing in a Georgia administrative court on Friday. Attorneys for the voters plan to argue Greene's actions leading up to and on the day of the January 6th U.S. Capitol riot make her ineligible to serve. Green has said she had no role in the attack on the Capitol, and no evidence has been published to date by law enforcement or congressional committees linking her to it. Free Speech for People, a self-described pro-democracy organization, is leading the effort to disqualify Green and four other conservative U.S. House members, accusing them of helping plan or facilitate the Capitol attack. In other news, the Atlanta Braves development arm is looking to build an office tower with Cobb taxpayers' help. Nearly a decade after the team's management promised it would not seek any incentives for the mixed-use development surrounding its stadium. In a presentation to the Development Authority of Cobb County on Tuesday, representatives for the Braves and Truist Financial said they would seek a 10-year property tax break to help finance the cost of a $200 million, $250,000-square-foot office tower overlooking Truist Park. Some board members said the request appeared to renege on promises made when Cobb County agreed to contribute $300 million to the stadium's construction in 2013. However, Braves officials and the chairman of the county's redevelopment authority disputed that a promise had been broken. The Braves will own the office tower and Truist will lease space in it. Meanwhile, crowds of the masked and the unmasked went through the security line at Hartsfield-Jackson International Airport on Tuesday, where the airport issued a statement Tuesday morning saying masks are now optional for employees, passengers and visitors at the airport. The airport said although a mask mandate will no longer be enforced, employees and passengers are reminded that masks continue to offer a level of protection against the COVID virus. Delta said its employees and customers may continue wearing masks if they choose to, adding that wearing a well-fitting mask protects the wearer. They will also update its communications to customers and signs and announcements in airports. Delta CEO Ed Bastian last week told the Atlanta Journal-Constitution that if the federal mask mandate were lifted, Delta would not require masks on flights. And a dramatic drop in Georgia automatic voter registrations may be caused by a government website that required potential voters to click a button before they could sign up. The change to automatic registration could explain a sharp decline in the rate of Georgians who opted to register through the Department of Driver Services from 79 percent in 2020 to 39 percent last year. The reason for the decrease wasn't known until pictures of the department's website surfaced in response to the AJC's reporting Monday, showing that it had altered its online voter registration form last year. Before January 2021, drivers had to check a box if they wanted to decline to register or update their voting information. The website changed last year so that voters were required to click yes or no when asked whether they wanted to register. Drivers received an error message if they didn't select either option. Spoken Layer